What is up, DGAFers? Happy New Year. Happy 2019. Pop the champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but really. So this episode, we are going to be talking none other than New Year's resolutions. Oh, I know you guys are super excited about this. We are also going to talk about how much we despise the phrase, New Year, New You. Oh my God. (laughs) And to be quite fair, I used to use that all the time. All the time. (laughs) So we're going to just talk about how our mindsets have kind of shifted around that. Yeah, and why we don't like that because there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, so we're going to share some of the the resolutions that we have made in the past, some things we followed through with, as well as some things that have not gone. Right, so like some of those resolutions that you just like feel that you can just accomplish and tackle and then like two weeks in you're like no yeah and it lauren if we would have been on our a game we would have had some statistic about how many people start a new year's resolution and don't follow through but we already know what it is it's uh, what, it's like 100 100 maybe 99.99 yeah. repeating so yes. our, our goal is with this episode that we can give you some tools to make sure that you do not fall into that statistic so that you are set up for success for this new year. Yeah, we want your mindset to be in the right spot because if you are using that new year, new you, you might be overwhelming yourself a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, so don't forget to take a screenshot and tag us on your social media at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And I am at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And make sure that you rate and review us. You can do that on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, really however you're listening to this. And we have some really exciting things coming up for when you do rate us. We have some special news for you guys. So when you write us a review, you are going to get entered into a giveaway. Now we're going to do the giveaway. We're going to choose a winner once we hit 100 subscribers. And we are very close to doing that, you guys. So what are they going to win? You are going to win a gratitude journal. And it's one of the ones that we have used in the past. And What I love about this, you're going to hear one of our future episodes. We're going to talk about gratitude and our morning routine and how those kind of tie together and how those really changed our lives, Mm -hmm. which sounds dramatic, but it's so true. Oh my gosh. Gratitude has seriously changed my life as soon as I made that a daily thing. And I think once you guys listen to this episode about our morning routine and how gratitude has really made a huge impact on us and how we use our journals every single day, you're going to want this journal. I think so too. So for this episode, it's all about resolutions. Gratitude is coming down the line soon. So let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a dga effer. Like, don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. What better way to start our first podcast of 2019 than by talking 
New Year's resolutions. Oh, yes. Good old New Year's resolutions. Well, first off, welcome to 2019, Ooh. bitches. I feel like we need like those poppers. I know, like, woo! With some champagne, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Okay, which will tie into today's episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, So let's talk resolutions. We've all got them. And raise your hand if you've ever not followed through the resolution. Oh, my God. So many. Me. So, I, oh, yeah. Everyone. So many. Everyone. So, Everybody. we I have quit so many workout programs, so many things in the past. I know you have too. Yeah. And I think, Lauren, that is why we both hate that term. New, new year, year. New, new you. you. Oh because God. you hear it everywhere. You are going to see it on social media. I can guarantee you the hashtags that are going to come out of new year, new you, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So why do you think we hate that? Well, I think when people say it, they have a good intention of I just trying to like develop better habits, but it's such an intimidating, overwhelming statement because it almost seems like, well, it just seems like in general that you have to change your whole self. You have to become a completely different person. And to me, that gives me extreme anxiety. And I think too, it's like, it almost makes you feel like everything you did over the last year was not right. It was completely wrong. So it's like everything, your eating habits, your, you know, I don't know, your daily morning habits, just anything that you do throughout the day was totally wrong. We have to do a 180, change everything. And then people, they think that way. And then they try to do that. And what happens? Maybe they do a 180 for like a week or two, maybe yeah. a month. Yeah. Because they're disciplined. But, but they, then it's like, you go back to your ways because that's you. Right. Right. You can't change yourself back. And that's life. I mean, you and I are fitness coaches Mm -hmm. as our jobs. Right. And we are not perfect. No. I mean, that's, we talk about that pretty much every episode. Yeah. And I feel like if I were to go into the new years as a fitness coach and tell all of my clients that I'm a new Lauren, they would be like, (laughs) wait, you were fine before. Like, what, what do you mean? But there are things that I want to tweak obviously each year that, I mean, we all need to grow. I mean, that's something I don't want you to confuse when we're saying we don't like the the phrase new year, new you, that we don't believe in growth. We a hundred percent. I mean, that's the name of our podcast is demand Demand growth, growth. (laughs) but I think growth is done in small tweaks. Yes. One day at a time. And when you master something, you move on to the next thing. Small changes here and there. So let's talk, Lauren, you've got some funny stories. Got some good examples. Yeah. Some great examples with meal prepping. So do you want to share those? Yeah. So when I started my fitness journey, you know, meal prepping's huge and, and I do love meal prepping and, you know, especially if like a full-time job and kids and all this stuff. And it's like, you find yourself going out to eat a lot because you don't have something readily available. So Mm. I think meal prepping is great. However, I think a lot of people get this misconception of meal prepping needs to be like this two hour, five hour day where you're prepping and cooking like a professional chef and you have to make it all beautiful. And that's what I thought. The first time I meal prepped uh-huh. took me eight and a half hours. Oh my God. I planned like 13 different meals, made them all. My how I pretty it was much was a disaster. Used, oh, I used almost every pan. And I was like sweating. Yeah. And Chad came in. He's like, "What are you doing? What What is wrong with you?" I was like, "I'm meal prepping. This is what this is what you do." No, that's what I thought too. And like, I would always meal prep on Sundays. And I remember people would want to make plans with me and Nick, like my my husband's parents or like my parents. You know, let's go do something. And I would have to say no because I had to do this elaborate meal plan. Me too. I would and can- prepping. I would cancel plans with people. Same. And it would take up my whole day. And then I would go to work Monday 
pissed off because I didn't get my full weekend because I was meal prepping all day on Sunday. So what I actually learned throughout the process now, you guys still might make that mistake. Even though you're listening to this and I'm telling you, do not go on Pinterest and print off 20 recipes and try to make them all. Some of you are still going to do that. Right. Um, but what I learned throughout my journey is healthy meals don't have to be complicated. No. Like I, at all. And I think that that's so important to, to point out is you just, you have to, to just make it easy, mm-hmm. make it easy mm-hmm. on yourself. And Lauren, I love how you said, you know, you're going to learn from it and you didn't quit. You no. you could have meal prepped and been annoyed that you lost your whole weekend and been like, well, screw it. This isn't worth it. Right. But you spent the entire last year tweaking things and figuring out what would work Yeah. so that you could have your life. I on- feel like I'm a master now yeah. at grocery shopping and just prepping my meals because it like today me and Jenna were doing like a work lunch we do it over like zoom and we were making lunch whatever and I my lunch took me like five minutes to pull together and it was delicious and amazing because I've just learned that you don't have to cook everything like get salad kits that are easy to throw together, get turkey bacon that cooks up in four seconds and make yourself a BLT. Like people don't think of that kind of stuff. They think they have to bake a big old casserole and do all of this stuff. Like, Oh hell no. Well, and, and I really liked how you simplify it. Like get a veggie, get a protein, get a healthy carb, Put it together. Put it together. That's meal prep. So easy. Roast a ton of sweet potatoes. Throw uh-huh. them in your oven on a pan. You don't even have to do anything oh, to them. Oh, yeah. Make some quinoa, some brown rice. Mm-hmm. Roast some veggies. Grow some chicken. Like, literally, that's all it is. It's not. It's not hard. And I want to do it. We'll do another podcast episode on how we grocery shop because I think that's another thing that people are super confused about. And when I go grocery shopping, you guys, I literally rotate through, like, the same things. Like, Me too. I have, like... 10 proteins or maybe eight proteins that I rotate through each week just to kind of change it up. But you can make chicken or turkey or whatever in so many different ways. And I think people get so, you know, well, Mm -hmm. I I ate chicken last week. So, so now I got to find some fancy shrimp recipe or something. It's like, no, if you don't eat shrimp on a regular basis, don't like, don't do this to yourself. You don't have to make it so drastic and you don't have to make 12 casseroles every single week. No, and we can do a whole meal prepping podcast to get more in depth. But Jenna has um, another thing that she tried to, well, we both actually tried to change this pretty drastically last year, and she's going to tell you how that went. Yeah, so last January, we were so excited about this brand new workout program that was coming out in January. We all did it together. Mm -hmm. I loved it, but it was an 80-day program. It had timed nutrition, and that for me just honestly did not work with my personality because my past, if you follow me on social media, I talk a lot about how I've overcome emotional eating and binge eating and just really that all or nothing mindset when it comes to health and nutrition. Like, um, for example, if I'm working out, then I'm, my eating is like a hundred percent. Whereas if I'm not working out, I'm like eating sleeves of Oreos. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my my struggle in the past and Oliver, the golden Yeah, we've got a dog here. Sorry, he barks all the time. (laughs) Yeah, he will agree. He agrees with me on that. Uh, And he also loves Oreos. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I tried to change this this drastic lifestyle. And and what's the one thing in your life that you love to do, like you and Chad? We love to drink. Yeah. We love to drink. And Here's how drastic this was, you guys. We were to the point where my husband got invited 
to a like beer tasting event. It was an, at an art museum downtown. So we went to this art museum and I did not have one sip of beer. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even try the beer because mm-hmm. I was so afraid to go off plan. Yeah. And looking back, I see how controlling that But was. like some people, so it'd be different if you went into not drinking alcohol because you just were done with alcohol. Like you didn't like the way it made you felt. You were just like, I don't want to drink alcohol anymore, you guys. Like I just want to be clean. And But she went into it in the mindset of, I'm only doing this because this nutrition plan has told me that I can't have this alcohol. So I feel like if you go into it with the mindset of that, like you went into the mindset of I'm not allowed to have this, it wasn't your choice. Right. I was doing it to to control everything. Right. And I mean, it was your choice. I mean, you could have still had alcohol, but you wanted to follow the program to a T. I did. And I think that that really brought back a lot of those feelings of my all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had to work through a lot of that again. Yeah. So our point with this, you guys, is our recommendation for you, if you're going into the new year and you're trying to find something that's working for you, is to change one small thing at a time. Tiny things. In episode two, we talk about, um, I think the title, if I remember correctly, was like, it all it takes is a one degree shift. Yes. And so when we kind of go back to that, it's like, don't go into the new year trying to change everything that you currently are doing. Change one tiny little thing at a time. And when you master that one tiny little thing, so like, let's say it's just getting up a little bit earlier in the morning. Let's just say you're running late all the time, right? So you need that extra hour or half hour. Just changing that half hour, maybe even 10 minutes, get up 10 minutes earlier. Then the next week, get up 15 minutes earlier. Just those tiny changes. And then once you've accomplished or mastered that, then you can do another change. So don't do everything at once. Right. Because if you try to, you know, wake up an hour before you have to be, or an hour before you're waking up now and get a workout in and also pack all your lunches and meal prep, it's like, it's just too much. You won't be able to do that for a long time. Like it will last for a little bit. Yes. So think about too, what has stopped you from reaching these goals in the past? So think about, you know, even last year, if you set a new year's resolution and you didn't stick to it, why? Yeah, you really have to think back. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that because they don't want to face like, oh, these are my failures. I don't really want to think about them or talk about them. I just want to be positive. Well, sometimes learning from your mistakes, obviously that's how we learn is to learn from our mistakes. But, you know, thinking about, okay, so why did I not complete this workout that I wanted to do for so long? Was it because maybe the timing, I couldn't commit to an hour a day. Maybe um, it wasn't the, you hated the workout, just you didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Maybe you were, were meal prepping foods you didn't like. Right. So you thought you had to eat like boiled chicken and broccoli and rice for every (laughs) single meal. And so you were like, this sucks. And so you, you quit. So think about what it was that made you quit and let's kind of tweak your mindset around that. And let's try to find a solution to how you can alter whatever that was. Yeah. And how to move forward and change change things from there. Yes. Um, And, you know, another thing that I was thinking, I always encourage people to start with workouts. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're trying so hard to get into a routine, get a workout in. And I talked about this in one of our past episodes, how I did not say, like, my goal was to work out every single day of 2018. Instead, I made a rule or just kind of a promise to myself that I was not going to skip more than three days in a row. Mm -hmm. 
And then every third day, I got something in. Mm -hmm. If you could make that happen, you would be a completely... Yeah. And we talk about... I know our podcast, we talk a lot about health and fitness. And that's because you guys, when you feel good, you make great decisions and you're so much more productive in the day. And that's why we always lead back to healthy eating and workouts. And when Jenna's talking about getting your workouts in, try that first, because what's that going to lead to? Well, it usually leads to you get your workout and you feel great. Your endorphins are pumping. So you're like, oh yeah, I want to eat this salad instead of this cake at, at work. And then that healthy decision then leads into another healthy decision. And maybe you get home with your kids and now you have energy. So you're like, let's go on a family walk or let's go do this thing that my kids want to go out inside and play. It's like and, a spiral effect. And then, and then your family's happy. Mm-hmm. So when you go to work the next day, you're in you're, a better mood. You're in a better mood. You're happier. You're more productive at work. Like it all stems back to you getting that workout in. Yeah, it really does. Cause that's, what's going to get your blood pumping. And you guys, have you ever done a workout and afterwards you were just like in the worst mood ever? No, no. I've never been in a bad mood after my my workout, it's, it usually takes me from a bad mood to a more happy, centered, peaceful place. I totally So agree. think of that um, when you guys are trying to figure out what to do for your new year resolution. Yeah, absolutely. So just take it baby steps. You know, even if you think you have so far to go and, and you're not happy with where you're at right now. Um, I know that's something that I always tell the girls who are in my community is you have to take your before pictures. That's one of the the rules in my group, just because mm-hmm. it helps you own your starting point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you really do have to do that. You have to take that step back and think about what has gone well, what has not gone well, and where you want to move from here. Yes. And another thing that I want to mention is, let's say you're going into the new year with, you know, you're talking to like maybe one of your friends or, you know, whatever you guys are getting excited about a health and fitness routine or whatever it is. Um, If you are deciding to do something with somebody, you maybe you need that extra accountability. Um, Make sure you're choosing someone, choose wisely, make sure you're choosing someone who has maybe already succeeded in that area. So for example, if you want to try a new workout program, maybe don't ask your neighbor who hasn't worked out in 10 years to be your accountability partner. Do it with them. That's fine. But if you're looking for somebody to hold you accountable, to hold you to that standard that you want to be held at, you need to go out and search for somebody who is has been successful in that. Absolutely. And I think you almost need to find somebody who is okay with giving you that tough love every Mm -hmm. now and again. And I think that's why Lauren and I work so well together because we call each other out on our bullshit. Oh, all the time. Like this morning when we were on our little work lunch call or whatever, she, you know, I was kind of complaining about, you know, I'm not seeing these certain results in this certain area. And she's like, Lauren, it's because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. You're hundred percent correct. Totally called her out. And she's like, yeah, okay. Got it. Moving on. (laughs) But I think you have to find a person who is like that and who is is going to hold you to what you say you're going to do. And if you are sitting here right now thinking, I, there's no one in my life who is successful at this point. Guess what? You have (laughs) us. You have us. You guys, we're on social media. Seriously message us, send us a DM. Um, you know, my, uh, social media Instagram is at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And I'm fit with underscore Jenna Locke. You were like, it's not bothersome to us at all. No. Send us a message, say, here's my thing. I really want to accomplish X, Y, and Z. It's probably 
centered around health and fitness because that's what we really have succeeded at. Right. Um, but send us a message. We would love to talk to you. We'd love to, you know, put you in our groups and hold you accountable to that. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll give you all the tough love that you you need. But yes, yeah. but it will be fun and you're going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. So think about it, you guys. Think about what you need to do to really make this year amazing for you. Mm -hmm. Don't try to change it all at once. If that's too overwhelming, pick one small thing to start with. Stay consistent, stay consistent. And I promise you, you're going to get to where you want to be. Yep. Just the only way you really ultimately fail is if you just 100% give up. Yep. Not saying you mess up here and there, but if you totally throw the towel in, that is the only time you have technically failed. And you don't fail if you pick up a cookie and eat it. That's not failure. That's just a little bump. And it's okay to have that kind of stuff every once in a while. But I think some people have that all or nothing. Right. Well, and we don't want that. And I think too, we can kind of wrap things up by sharing how you and I have changed our mindsets and how we're going into this mm -hmm. new program we're starting in a couple yes. weeks. So we're starting a new fitness program January 14th, actually. And, you know, last year we did the same thing. I think it was around the same time, January well, 14th and or I 15th. I was talking about the, the 80 day one where I yep. literally cut out love. Yeah. Love her love for <laughs> bourbon and things. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to go in with, you know, realistic expectations. You know, I love to have a glass of wine every now and then I love peanut butter and chocolate. So I'm not going to eliminate all of that. I'm going to obviously enjoy it in moderation, but I'm going to go throughout this fitness journey, living Lauren's life, which she enjoys but I'm going to be focusing on my health and making sure I'm reaching the goals that I, that I ultimately want. Yep. Me too. And, and honestly, I'm kind of going the, the 90, 10 rule mm -hmm. at this point, which mm -hmm. we've talked about that a little bit before, um, throughout Christmas, the whole Christmas season, my life has been more like 65% <laughs> on track and 35% of <laughs> like cookies Christmas, and beer. Christmas cookies for lunch, if I'm being quite honest. Yeah. Um, so now is the season where I'm going to kind of dial it in, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm going to cut out everything I love. I'm still going to have wine. We're still going to drink bourbon and we're going to go to dinner occasionally. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be smart about it 90% of the time. Yes. Meaning, you know, picking those meals, like meal prepping, but our version of meal prepping. Yes. Yes. So, all right. You guys right, know guys. where to find us if you need help. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. Bye.